So we're going to talk today about the road to transformation, the journey, the road. Um, we're, we're in this journey here, um, and I think it's a never-ending journey, Jim. What do you think? Well, he said uh, there's no end in him. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there's no end in the journey. So. That's right. Well, the road to transformation is, is you know, of mind, body, and soul. I know the soul is the mind, but uh, I, I had to say mind because that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, the mind of Christ, we've been doing that for many, many weeks, but I don't think we can ever complete that discussion on the mind of Christ. But it's important to know that when you when you desire for God to transform you, when you have that hunger in your heart, when you want to know him better, so many things come from that. If you if the, the more you know the Lord, the better you're going to know yourself. And we're going to talk today about leaving the ordinary. There, there, we all go through a time when we, we're just kind of going through the motions. Mm. And we get to that time, hopefully you all have gotten to that time, but if not, maybe today is your time. We've gone through the motions, but we're going to leave the ordinary, which is basically the way it's been forever and ever, uh, you know, doing the same things over and over again. And we're going to reach out for the extraordinary. The ordinary is good. There's nothing wrong with the ordinary, but the extraordinary is a lot better. Yeah, one's natural and one's spiritual. Exactly, exactly. And that's that's what we're going to talk about today. Um you know, we we know it says in Genesis that that they that uh, we were formed into uh, His image and likeness, right? Amen. Amen. You know, it's already been done. Think about this for a second. I know this is getting way out, starting off <laughs> this early. Oh, I love it. Let's get way out there. <laughs> <laughs> but but think about this. Before your mom and dad even knew each other, you were already formed in His image and likeness. He's spirit, right? That's what Psalm 139 tells us, yeah. If he's spirit, guess what? So are we. Mm -hmm. Jesus even said, if you see me as I am, you will be like me. Guess what? Jesus is spirit. Yes, he came down and lowered himself into this realm of the earthly, but still, when he ascended back up, he sat on the right hand of the Father in the heavenly realm. Mm -hmm. And so today we're going to talk about um, being transformed by the renewing of our minds because guess what? Yes, we've been made in the image and likeness, but we have, um, what should I say? We have uh, amnesia. <laughs> and that's good. It's good that we have it. We don't remember everything on before our birth but we had to have existed jim because we're we are eternal beings you can't be an eternal being just one direction that's the future <clears throat> there is no future in the heavenlies it's now so guess what we we are eternal beings also 
And I know that might sound a little way out for some, but trust me, it's it's scriptural. Uh, I'm going to give this scripture, and then, uh, Jim, see what you have to say, and then we're going to get into this, okay? Romans 12.2 says, And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. I I like this other version uh, because it breaks it down a little bit. It says, stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Ghost through a total reformation of how you think. That, that is just powerful. I mean, that is super powerful. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. Wow, don't you want to be perfect in his eyes? I don't think we can until we start this journey, this road to transformation. We're going to talk about the difference between change and being transformed, because there is a difference. But I'm going to turn it over to you, Jim, and just see. That's a lot to chew on this quickly in the program, but uh, what are your thoughts? Well, interestingly enough, Rich, the Bible does say, that we are perfect and be ye perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Amen. So uh, it's a it's a matter of perspective. Um, are you seeing yourself through the Father's eyes, or are you seeing yourself through the carnal eyes that you were born with into this earth realm? Um, and and God right now in this hour is calling up a people uh, to see who they really are in Him. Um, after you've been resurrected, which uh, the church calls it the born-again experience, I agree with that. When you've been born again, basically what it does is it it awakens you up uh, to the truth as to who you really are. Um, God did say, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. So there was a knowing, there was a relationship that we had with our Heavenly Father even before the earth was formed. Now, I know that might be a big piece of steak for somebody, some of you to chew on out there, um, but you had eternal life uh, in the heavenlies before you even came to this planet Earth, Amen. and you took on a human body, That's right. um, just like Jesus did. Jesus was 100% human, and he was 100% God. Um, he walked in, his consciousness was always in heaven. He said, I only do what I see my Father doing. I only say what I hear my father saying. Um, so that's fascinating. And and Jesus made the comment uh, that as I am, now he's speaking from, from his throne now. He says, as I am, so are you in this earth. So it's all about transformation. It gets back to the topic that Rich chose today, uh, transformation of your mind. Um, the transformation starts when you are resurrected here in this earth, when you are born again, when you have a born-again experience. And that's when the Spirit of Christ inside of you opens up your soul or your mind to the understanding that you are a new creature in Christ, and you basically are not this human being, this lower being that you've always seen yourself in. 
Um, that's the reason why we're always striving for all the things of this earth is so we can feel better about ourselves. But in the eyes of God, you can't be in any better condition than the way your Heavenly Father sees you. He absolutely loves you. He is beginning a good work in us, and he will bring that work through to completion. So all we have to do, and, and this is what I tell everybody, end it with this, Rich. What I tell everybody is God is not so much interested in you getting into all these religious activities and doing things to become accepted by him. You already are accepted uh, through the cross of Jesus Christ. When Jesus said it is finished, that's exactly what he meant. Right now, God is interested in us drawing close to him, coming into a unity with him, like he prayed in John 17, that you experience the unity, the closeness that I have with the Father. And he, Father, I pray that they experience these things, not just talk about them in church or listen to preachers until you're blue in the face. And I love preachers. Don't misunderstand me. They've been a tremendous help in bringing me along in my journey. But you can only hear so much about the Lord. And if you find yourself getting stale, sitting in a church that maybe you're really not happy with, maybe it's time for you to start experiencing the Lord for yourself and drawing nigh unto him and focusing on the Lord so he can bring you up into a higher Christ consciousness. And that's what we're endeavoring to do with the radio show this morning, to bring you up into a higher place in Christ, to know who you really are and to know what God has already accomplished for you. It isn't what you can accomplish for God. It's what he wants to reveal what he's already accomplished for you on Calvary. Yeah, Jim. And, and, you know, going back to that scripture where it says, um, stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit. And I, I will even take it to this extent. You know, I will even go as far as to say that don't allow religious traditions to form your thinking. Yeah. It, you know, it, for of course, our viewers or our listeners, they they are going to be a little bit more advanced, I think, than than some because they have already made the decision that I'm going to think for myself. That if if God lives in me, Christ is in you, the hope of glory. Greater is He that is in you. The Holy Spirit is your teacher, not Jim, not Rich, not your pastor, not anybody else. So I, I think we're living in a day, Jim, at a time where God's going to take a lot of these traditions of men down. Yeah. Not the men, yeah, the traditions. Right, right. The traditions, stuff that... I mean, look around at the different religions out there, the, and even some Thousands. of the different denominations. Thousands of them. You know, everybody thinks they've got the answers. The truth, yeah. You know, there's only one truth, and that's Jesus Christ. That's it's a person. It, it's it, not a book. It it's is. A person. It's a person. Yeah. And, and so if you're, if you're forming your thinking, you know, about what – this person says or that person says or the other person it's time that you break away and find out what the lord's saying to you yeah you know and there's a lot of stuff that people have been told for years and i'm sitting here pointing a finger at me i've probably said some things 25 30 years ago that was wrong 
you know, it, it's a process, folks. It's a journey. It, just like I said, the title of this is The Road to Transformation. It, it, it's like when Jesus went with the, the brothers on the road to Emmaus. Let me tell you, when he broke that bread and they saw who he was, that's a great metaphor for, for what you're experiencing right now in your walk with the Lord. And so traditions, rituals, and doctrines of man have to be done away with. Um, I say let's start questioning these things. To go, take them to the Lord. If you see a, something going on that's a tradition that you've had, um, and you kind of always question it because maybe the, the target has moved, and now something that was taboo 20, 30 years ago is now accepted, that's a tradition of man. That's not God. And uh, we need to question to, to the Lord, Lord, is this of you? Is, is this you? Or is it an old tradition um, that I've been told that I need to honor? And, uh, and again, we're not saying throw the baby out with the bathwater, but we are saying this. It's time that we all develop a personal intimate relationship with him amen he has all the answers jim doesn't have all the answers rich doesn't have all the answers nobody here on this earth have all has all the answers but guess what he does and you know if, if traditions of men were uh still okay then we'd be we'd still have animal sacrifice we'd we there's certain foods that we wouldn't be allowed to eat you remember in the book of acts when peter went up to the rooftop and god opened up the 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 big sheet of all the animals in he says eat (laughs) that's why i made them you know and so it's time we get rid of anything that imprisons the people and controls the people because of man. You know, let me say one thing about the sheet that came down to Peter on the rooftop. I think what God was really demonstrating there, Rich, was when he lowered that, there was a lot of unclean animals, animals. whatever, in there. And his traditions, his law said, you cannot eat that. That's displeasing to God. And so even when the voice of God spoke to him he rejected it. He rejected the word of God mm-hmm. for the traditions of his forefathers. And then the Lord spoke again. He said, don't you declare anything unclean that I have declared clean. <laughs> Amen. And I think he got the revelation. I think he did. <laughs> In other words, Jesus was saying, I've declared, you know, well, he died for the sins of the world, not just for the Christians. I love to say that. But God has really declared the world clean, and, and, and that's our the good news of the message of the and gospel. And thank God, I love pork ribs. <laughs> <laughs> I love pulled pork, smoked pulled pork. Anyway, uh, I digress. Okay, let's get back to this. What's that word transform mean? People are saying, maybe saying, look, the road to transformation, what are you talking about? What does that mean? It's... If something is transformed and there's a transformation that takes place, it's making a thorough and dramatic change in character to change them completely and suddenly so that they are much 
better. You know, God will do that for you. Only God can do that. Only God can do that. So, so when we look at that, we have to ask the question this, um, what's the difference between change and transformation? Because there, there is a difference. Um, the, the, you know, as far as change is concerned, it's complying with the rules, standards, or laws. Just what we were talking about. You know, you, you may have been told you're a good Christian if you do this and don't do that. I, 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 I'm sorry, I don't, I don't get that. I don't think that this change has anything to do with a permanent, dramatic, thorough change in our character. It's either out of fear or out of wanting to please God, or something that you follow certain. And I'm not. We're not talking about the laws of the land here. We're talking about you know man's rules to get to God. Religious rules. Yeah. Yes. Religiosity. So you are told to behave a certain way. Well, you know, if you're trying of your own efforts, it's probably not going to work. But if you're transformed. If you are changed, well, let me say this. We all need God to transform us from above within us. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Amen. And so change says you comply with the rules, standards, and laws. So you've been told different things along the way that you should do if you want to please God. Well, it's not about doing. It's about being. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Change you is usually external. And transformation is internal. Or you can say it this way. Change is earthly and transformation is heavenly. Yeah. And it's, it's an internal, deeper, uh, within work that God does for us. And, um, you know, change is typically a shorter-term response to new external factors. Think about that one for a second. You know, you, you go to church Say on Sunday. Huh? Say it again. Change is typically a shorter-term response to a new external factor. Let me give you a good example. You go to church, and you hear a wonderful sermon, and, you know, you, you're changed by that. In other words, whatever that thing is that the that the preacher said, it it's you know you identified with it in your own life. But guess what? What happens? Like I've heard many people say, "Well, you know, I got saved on Sunday, and by Sunday night, I need to get resaved because of a thought that I had or whatever." That's change. A transformation is going to go deep inside of you and completely change your way of thinking. Yeah, it was like you said before, Rich. When God changes you, it's an eternal change. It's, it's, not, a temporary, it's not a temporary fix. Uh, you know, I listened to my mom and dad all my life, and I had beautiful, wonderful parents. Uh, dad was a good, solid guy. My mom was a wonderful Christian woman. Um, you know, I've listened to all the preaching and all the teaching and went through school and listened to all that. 
but really none of that changed me. <laughs> I mean, it always left me open. Do I want to do that or do I not want to do that? And, and then you start eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Well, is this good for me or bad for me? I think I'll go this route. Uh, I think that'll be the best way for me to go. But when Christ comes into your life, uh, that's when the eternal changes start taking place. And you start eating from the tree of life. There's a difference in those two trees, and both of them are in the garden. The garden's within us. Um, but, uh, yeah, the changes are eternal. There's a, a statement that I wrote down here back in 521, and, and it was something I felt like the Holy Spirit was speaking to my heart, and it went like this. Uh, the only way we go beyond dual thinking in other words, this is good, that's bad, I'm a Democrat, you're a Republican, he's black, I'm white. That's all dual thinking. And the Lord says the only way to go beyond that is to transform or get your mind renewed. Yeah. And, and then the Lord went on to say religion was to teach you how to access the realm of the heavenlies, the realm of my spirit. But instead, religion has built a container in where it traps the people, it traps my children. And we start worshiping the religion and we become captives of that own special breed of religion. And that is what Jesus calls idolatry. Mm -hmm. You found something to replace the Lord in your life. You think that you're righteous because you're a Baptist, a Catholic, a Pentecostal, whatever. I'm okay because my preacher said I was okay. <laughs> But and and again, we love ministers and the ministry and we so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. But but uh, yeah, what we're talking about is you just got to have that personal, intimate relationship, spending some time aside. And boy, I'll tell you, you think that that isn't well. You know that's challenging if you try to do it because we live in a busy world, especially America. Yes. Well, I said in the beginning, if you just tuned in, uh, it's the road to transformation we're talking about. Uh, transforming mind, body, and soul. And I also said it's time to leave the ordinary and become extraordinary. So how do we become extraordinary? Because it is available to everyone. No one is exempt from what we're talking about here today. There's ordinary and then there's extraordinary. Most of us are raised and are content with being ordinary. I don't know, Jim. I mean, I, I my parents were the same way. They were, but buddy, they wouldn't think outside the box yeah. when yeah. it came to the things of the Lord because they were, I guess, just taught that they toe the line, do do what they're supposed to do. And, and ordinary is, is doing all the expected things in life and then you die. <laughs> I don't want to be ordinary, and I hope you guys don't either, you know, and think about it. Think about people you know that have have done exactly what we're talking about here. Extraordinary is something very, very different. It's about recognizing that there is something within each and every one of us that needs to be awoken yeah, we need Paul, to have an awakening Yeah, uh, spiritually. Paul put it this way in Second Corinthians 5.17. I don't know if you plan to read that later on Go in the ahead. broadcast. But he says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old man has passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And this is the part that I love. And he says, and all this is from God. Yes. Praise God. So hopefully you've had an awakening. If you haven't, today. Receive it. 
Receive it today. It's getting that, I'll say this again, it's about recognizing that there is something within that needs to be awoken and put into practice in your life. It it, it becomes a day-to-day way of living. And it's so much better than the ordinary way. It is so much better. I say, why accept ordinary when we can become extraordinary? You know, I'm not saying ordinary is bad. I'll tell you, my parents were the two of the most beautiful people I've ever met in my life. Salt of the earth. Salt of the earth. So ordinary is not bad. However, don't you think it'd be a lot better to be extraordinary? We can live an ordinary life where from time to time we hear something, we make some temporary changes to better our life, and that is good. But a total transformation changes us from the inside out. It's not external. It's inside. And when you're changed inside, it's going to reflect to the outside for sure. There are Things in my life that I struggle with, there's things in your life that you struggle with, but I know that God has transformed my life because of my thought process has changed, Mm -hmm. and I will never go back to the old way of thinking. By His grace. 